Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Be The Church podcast, where we are engaging in conversations that will encourage you to live out your faith in everyday context so that you can be the church. I'm your producer, Isaiah. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin Anderson. And I'm your other host, David Dominguez. Fantastic. And if you are watching, you'll know already that we are very clearly doing a holiday special. Um, that's right. This probably is being released around Thanksgiving, but I'm dressed for Christmas already because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. So if Would you, you really define that as like a Christmas outfit, it's just outrageous. It's, it's not a Christmas it's outfit. Christmas it's just is, simply outrageous. It has Christmas lights. It has Christmas hats on cats. Look at that rhyme. Anyways, um, if you're listening right now, I highly recommend to at least go and watch at least a couple seconds just it's to disturbing. see disturbing. <laughs> It, there's really no need. It is one of the greatest jackets I've ever found in my life. It is better than any suit I've ever bought. Um, it's not as comfortable. He has but not bought any suits. <laughs> I, you know, I, I have. I've been to too many weddings, so I've had to buy at least a couple. But this is by far the best one. Mm. But anyways, today is the holiday special episode. Isn't that exciting? And as we look into the holiday season, um, you know, there are a lot of joys and challenges to consider that we want to process through today. Um, And we hope to encourage you guys in how to um, make the most of the holidays and to kind of be intentional through that time. So as we look into what we're going to go into today, there are three main things we want to discuss. I'm just going to give it all at the beginning and then we'll process through it slowly Uh, as we discuss it. So hang in there, audience. This is going to be a fun time. Uh, Hopefully encouraging. That's the goal. Um, Anyways, so the three things we want to discuss today are, one, how can we be intentional to worship over the holidays? Number two, how can we keep habits of spiritual disciplines? And number three, what opportunities can we be looking for to love others and share the gospel? So before we look at these questions, though, what are some general challenges people have over the holidays, Kevin? Um, I mean, I think maybe maybe a fairer way to answer that is just answer for ones that I have. Sure. Um, I don't want to speak for others, although I would imagine, you know, some people would be able to relate. Routines get disrupted. They're, let's yeah, start with absolutely. that. I mean, routines, <laughs> routines are just shot. And if you're like me, you need routines. I mean, I just... I function better and better inside of routines and rhythms. I used to hate it when I was younger and now I crave it. Um, You know, rhythms and routines can become, um, you know, problematic in the sense that you, you forget why you have the rhythm of the routine. But overall, I I think as long as you can keep the mindset proper with rhythms and routines is really, really helpful. So I think that's a big one. Um, You know, some of us have family issues and so, being around family can be be difficult around the holidays, um, or or a lack of family can just be kind of sad yeah. around the holidays. Yeah. Um, or 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 feeling, you know, even if you have family, maybe being in a different s- stage or season of life can can cause, you know, f- feelings of 
inadequacy or being disconnected to, to creep in. So I, I think that, that that can be common as well. Or, you know, in, in my own personal family, feeling feeling like disconnected, but also feeling like being overly placed into people's lives because of my profession as a pastor. Um, I, I, I think sometimes financial things can creep in during this season. You know, these this holiday season is usually fairly expensive because we make it that way. Between travel, food, um, gift giving around Christmas time, um, you know, whatever you may or may not participate in for for the new year, um, I think that can that can add another stress as well, especially if you haven't budgeted appropriately for it. Uh, those, you should those always be... budget for fireworks, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and for a a cat suit. Yeah. This was a gift, actually. Clearly, clearly, Isaiah stewards his finances as well. <laughs> I mean, I bought this at Sam's Club, so it was actually pretty cheap. Mm. It's going to fall apart. You know what was even cheaper than than that suit? Just not, not buying it. Not buying the suit. <laughs> now, there's we could have a whole podcast there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. By the way, though, th- those would be the the main ones. I would. Yeah, I would list. No, um, absolutely, I'm sure there's others though. Yeah, I mean, you you hit a lot of the big ones. I think in in the same, I would say flow, I'd probably say expectations are, are a big one that I would I'd say like personally, um, whether it's expectations with regards to like what we're supposed to be doing as a family in that time, what everybody wants, uh, you know, where you have to go, what you have to give, you know, like all, all of these things that whether it's just by tradition where you live or, just your specific family. This is how we've always done things. Um, you, you know, ultimately that leads to a lot of the other difficulties, you know, change in, in routine, uh, interaction with maybe people that you don't terribly enjoy. Um, but but I think the expectations component of it um, is, is quite a big one because everybody kind of comes in thinking, oh, this is what I want to get out of this family vacation or this time that we're going to spend together or this time that we're going to be here. Um, and so, especially as we start to kind of talk about like how we can challenge or how we can do those things. Well, I think a big part of it is being upfront with one, what your expectations are. Um, but also figuring out what the expectations of those around you, um, are as well. So I'd say expectations are just, a big challenge in, in holiday season because yeah. we all have different ones. I agree. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a huge reality. And especially when people can fall into comparison over the holidays. Mm. Um, so, I mean, you stay off social media over the holidays and it's probably good for you for forever. Um, yeah, true. Truly, truly. Um, but yeah, no, I think you guys hit on a, a lot of really good ideas here. Uh, I think there's also a sense of busyness. That's a very different busyness than like, the structured, uh, organized yeah. busyness, you know, and you yeah. just get busy with travels and just get distracted. And it may be like with a focus of like, Oh, this is vacation. I need to go have fun and I need to go like rest and like relax hardcore R and R. And sometimes that can be done in unhealthy ways. Yeah. And I think that's a big struggle for people over the holidays. Yeah. yeah. Can be for sure. So, you know, I, as we wrestle with these challenges that you guys have talked about and that I think a lot of us can feel uh, varying levels of that, 
Um, how can we be intentional to worship over the holiday season and these breaks, specifically as we're looking towards uh, this upcoming Thanksgiving and Christmas break and New Year's when we just have a, a long slew of these opportunities to go back to family, to travel, to vacation, and to just celebrate? Yeah, good question. Um, I love I love how we've worded that question too, like the, the idea of like we're still called to worship during this season. I think we can... We can lose sight of that. Yeah. Even though knowing, like, especially the Christmas season, like is entirely designed to point us to the incarnation. Right. I think through that, oftentimes we get pulled away from it. Um, I think the first thing is I would still encourage um, both myself and anyone listening to prioritize gathering with the local church um, during the holiday even if it is not your local church. Mm. Uh, I know it can feel weird sometimes, like if you're traveling and you're in a new city and it's like, I don't know anybody and it's going to be weird. I, I right. still find great value in that. Um, and I think it's important. Even if they're not exactly your perfect denomination, like there are some other great churches out there um, that I think can be really, really valuable and encouraging to be with. Absolutely. Um you know, like there, there are churches that I've attended when vacationing or traveling um, that I would not make my church home. <laughs> yeah, but for a Sunday to worship w- with them mm-hmm. uh, was still a gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are at home, also still prioritizing it. You yeah. know, it can still be easy to get wrapped up in events or whatever else you may have. Still making that a priority is is important. I think. Uh, be, being known and being in community um, is is really helpful for not getting kind of like knocked off track during this stretch of about six to eight weeks. Um, I think I think is really really important. Um, I also think maybe like attacking it with a plan of intentionality. Um, you know, so like in in my house, it's fairly easy because every night for like. 95% of nights when we gather around for family dinner, part of our routine is is um, to kind of recite what our high or our low of our day is. But on Thanksgiving, you know, we, we talk about what we're thankful for, and um, we spend time talking about, like, each individual person at the table, like something we're thankful for with them. And it just ends up being a time of encouragement and, and being intentional. I think that that's really, really helpful. I think gratitude is something that the Lord asks us to to practice and take seriously. And so um, that, that's something our family does um, for that. And then, you know, I think Advent as a season to celebrate provides us with an opportunity um, to be intentional, especially considering that there are a, a number of resources given um, by the church uh, to help people celebrate that. So, whether you do like a daily Advent devotional with your family or, or, or personally or, or just doing something um, as a family. Um, if you, if you, if you live in, if you, if you are a parent and have kids, you know, or if not, you know, maybe with other, other friends that you might have, that maybe you don't live in the same place, but you're all doing the same thing and just kind of talking to one another about that, but just some sort of intentionality around like um, a patterned, routine of devotionals centered around what the holiday represents. Um, 
and I think that can be really helpful as well because it it, it reorients you daily back into what's really going on. What do I really need to be focused on? Yeah, I, I would say a, a couple of things just adding to that. Um, I think there's few things that are as encouraging um, as when you can go to a completely different part of the country or, or honestly the world and just see fellow believers and you're like, I just met you like 30 seconds ago when you handed me this pamphlet, but I feel the joy that you have for worshiping Jesus and that means more to me than you can know. And just feeling that connection and that camaraderie with uh, other churches, I think that's that's a huge huge um huge thing and i I would say like to to the point you make like obviously like if you're staying home like making that a priority i really again the the we want to be not legalistic and be like you have to go to every church event planned blah 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 like no like that's very much not what we're trying to say but i do think when we you know, look deep down, you know, we, we should like ask ourselves, are, are, are the things that we do are like the spiritual disciplines that we establish in our everyday life. Are those things we do just cause we have free time and we want to fill that time or are we, do we do those things because they matter to us? And, and I think that would, that would be the question that I would encourage everybody to ask themselves because I think there is where you kind of, uh, like it, it makes your decision and thought process a little bit easier. So for example, uh, let's say there is a church event to celebrate Advent. And for some reason with the setup you have at home, with the family that's there, you're not able to make it, right? Like don't beat yourself up, right? Like it, it, it happens. Something came up. It, it wasn't possible. You, you're still like, if you're like, I was going to go to church to celebrate the coming of Jesus with my brothers and sisters. How can I do that here at home with the people I have around me? Whether it's family, whether it's your spouse, whether it's a friend, whether it's even on your own. Like, how can how can I still do what is important to me, which is celebrating the, the coming of my Savior, whether I have the ability to, to meet with my local church? Maybe you're home and you're sick and you can't go anywhere, right? Like, like asking yourself, like, do I, am I doing this just because I have to figure out something to do for Christmas Eve? Or is this something that I'm doing because it's important? Because if it is important, then, you know, if you're able to make it, great. If not, you're going to find different ways to, like we said, worship, right? Like worship doesn't have to be in one exact way, in one exact location. Like th- they might be opportunities to worship together, which you should, you know, seek out. But um, I think that that mentality should be something that I would encourage people to do now during the holidays, but I really think it's it's a healthy practice all all throughout the year. Um, yeah, so that that was just adding a little bit to to what Kevin um, had said, but yeah, I think for I think for me, uh, I know you talked about having a plan, Kevin. For me, my plans kind of like change. So so I'll give like kind of like a personal ex- example. Um, but I, I do think it's the same thing. I, I have a plan, but my plans tend to change. Uh, sometimes we think like, oh, I have to keep my exact routine as it is every single day of the year during the holidays. That sometimes tends to not really work. So 
So for example, during the regular year, I do a lot of like my personal time with the Lord towards the end of my day. One, because I get up, the, the time that I get up for work, just my setup, the type of person I am, the way that things work out. I find that when I am in, in, in holiday season, when I'm off work, especially when I'm off work, I try to focus on doing that early on in the day. Because it's usually when some people are still sleeping in, some people are not doing anything. I, I find myself to have this free time that I don't normally have. And it can be very easy to just be like, well, I'll leave it to the end of the day when everybody's now together doing family thing, communal things. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to stop spending time with my family, which is, a, by the way, a super worthy thing to yeah, be absolutely. spending time and 100%. devoting to. Like, right. yeah. like, like if, if, you're, if, if you're asking yourself, like, oh, do I... Is God going to strike me down if I don't read the two pages of the book of Judges that I was planning to read today? Like, like I, I'm again, I'm trying to, to help us see like the balance that we should have. But I know for me personally, I'm like, if I'm if I'm up at. I think Thanksgiving, we're usually at my wife's grandparents house. They're usually up early doing their own thing. Her side of the family usually sleeps in. I'm usually up. I'm like, I have time that I don't normally have. Perfect time to kind of one model what is important to you. They, they're getting to see that. It's great yeah. conversation. Great. Oh, what are you reading? What are you? Oh, great, great time to talk. Um, about That's a great idea. Reading. Don't the, skip ahead though. That's in a further question. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to get there, but <laughs> but but I would say like I'm really just adding yeah. to Kevin's answer, but yeah. having a plan, but also like being uh, flexible with with your plan because you know you might. You, you might find, like, mm, the way I was planning to do things, I'm kind of just setting myself up for failure. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And the only thing I'd really add to that is just, like, rest. Mm. Like, it is so, so valuable and helpful and healthy to rest and, like, to worship the Lord through rest. And I'm not saying, like, you know, sleep in every day and just, like, be a bum. But like to have intentional rest where you spend time with the Lord, where you are enjoying his presence, not and it doesn't even necessarily have to be like, I'm going to read this and, you know, pray about this amount of time as much as just set time aside to just be with the Lord and to enjoy his presence. Like that is good intentional rest. Uh, and I think that can be such a valuable way to acknowledge what he's done for us and know that we can take rest because of his work for us. And that is such a beautiful way that I think we can worship over the holidays when we do have extra time, when we are not having to go into work and when we can just take a moment to pause and slow down. When our culture says go faster, go like, like work hard, play hard. We can take a moment to say, I'm going to just rest and I'm going to rest in the Lord. So, <clears throat> okay. So one of the main challenges that we talked about earlier uh, is the idea of interrupted schedule and busyness. Um, how can we keep habits of spiritual discipline in light of these issues? Because if we're being real, this seems to be one of the biggest struggles that people have when they go away. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, I just kind of like fell off the, the uh, wagon um, with like everything I was doing, you know, just because everything's crazy and different and out of whack. So how do we um, try to keep habits of spiritual discipline? To not try to sound too repetitive. Sure. Right, because I, I do think we, we highlighted um, 
some of these things, especially with, I, I, th- I think, like I said, I, I gave the example of like, for me, just like being, being flexible, I think, um, working, working around what your setup and, and your schedule is. Um, uh, but, but I would say like, this is a great time to kind of invite people into those situations. So like, for example, you know, it, it, this might be a time where it is very much easier to have, you know, Bible reading time or time like discussing um, the gospel or um, just discussing, like Kevin said, uh, in, in, in a family nucleus, like what we're thankful for, what what we're working towards, like what um, uh, praying together, reading scripture together, all, all these things. It, it It's a it's a time of the year where in the midst of chaos, it might be a great opportunity for, Oh crap. I didn't have time to do this on my own. Is that, would that be something you'd be interested in doing with me? You know, I'm reading through the book of judges or, um, you know, I, I, I haven't had a time of prayer today. Would you want to pray with me? Right. And again, this, I understand that this isn't going to be the case for everybody. Right. Right. Like for some individuals, you're like, those are just not conversations that I can even begin to have with yeah. the family that I'm going to be around. Um, but, but from, for some of us, that, that might be the case. Right. And instead of being like, Oh, I have to like alienate. I'm I'm sorry. Like, I know we want to spend time together, but this might be a great time to kind of invite others in to those spiritual disciplines and, yeah. um, and participate in them, in them together. Um, but, but I would say, you know, just, seeking to develop some sort of routine like i said i I know it's not the holiday routine yeah and 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 it it will look different you know yeah like like you said rest um be gracious both to yourself and to others um but ultimately try to figure out you know what what are the best times of the day what 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 works best with with kind of the the routine you have uh, available to you um and, and maybe try not to be so rigid. Um, I know in my brain that's sometimes hard. I'm like, this is when I yeah. do it, and if I don't do it, then it's done for the day. Um, I think the holiday kind of, like, requires us to be to be flexible. Right. I, I do want to tack on to that, too, like, with what you're talking about with bringing others in. Like, I think that's so huge, especially for those uh, who might not have the best situation that they're going home to. Like, this is the beauty of a local church body and that when you do travel, like you have friends who you can lean on, especially with modern technology. Mm. Like I, I pray and hope that, you know, you can find and have people around you who are intentional enough that, yeah, like let's, let's catch up at the end of the day. Like let's call, let's just talk and, and let's pray together or like, let's just check in. Um, you know, there, I, I would pray and hope that there are people that you can ask for that. And if there aren't, email us, you know, maybe we'll try to connect you with someone like we, mm, yeah. we, we have networks all over and like, we'd love to connect people with that. Cause that is so yeah. crucial to have a local congregation <clears throat> and body that you can connect to and be close to. And we just want to encourage that, especially like the, the body of Christ is there to love and care for one another. So. Absolutely. Um, I don't, I don't have much to add. I think maybe, maybe just the only thing I would add would be, um, if the routine gets broken, not just allow yourself flexibility, which is what David said, you know, be flexible, but show yourself a little grace. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I, I think like shame and, um, you know, anger or resentment or disappointment are things that like towards yourself are, are things that can like creep up during the season. And, um, I think the Lord freed us from that and we need to walk in that. Um, so like if you're traveling one day and your Bible got put in your luggage and you don't have access to your Bible and you didn't get your reading plan done that day. Like it's okay. Like it's all right. Yeah. You know, like I, I have year long Bible reading plans. Like sometimes I start them weeks early cause I know I'm not going to get the whole plan done, <laughs> you know, like, so I'll yeah. start it in like November of the prior year and sometimes still not get it done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, by the end of the next year, it's fine. It's okay. It's not, it's not a big deal. Right. Like, yeah. I'm still working through the word of God. Right? It's still, still being there. And then, you know, I mean, you, you guys talked about accountability or whatever else, you know, I, I, I think that's helpful. You know, that's why even like for us, like in our family, right? Like Advent is a time where we do devotionals together. We don't mm-hmm. normally do that, but during that season, right? Like we consistently right. do that. And I think that can be really, really helpful in that regard as well. Yeah, absolutely. So lastly then, you know, as we're home with family and friends, you know, uh, oftentimes essentially the people we see seasonally, uh, what opportunities can we be looking for to love others and share the gospel? There's a ton, man. I, like, <laughs> let, let's just start with this. When you're around family um, or friends or whoever it may be, like, just be kind. <laughs> just, be, just be kind and nice. Yeah. That alone in our current climate will allow you to be salt and light to the world around you. Yeah. Like just, yeah. you know, Philippians chapter two says to treat others as more important uh, than yourself, putting their interests above your own and, and have that mindset in you, which is the same that it was in Christ Jesus who emptied himself, taking on the form of a bond servant and taking on human flesh and submitting himself to the point of death, mm. death on a cross. Like that should be our goal when we're around friends and family at the holidays. Is like, you know, and for me, like, I'm usually looking for opportunities to serve. Like if I'm around like family or extended family, like if I, if I'm like around Jackie's family and they're making me like, Hey, can I help with dishes or, you know, can I help help get something right? Cast at the table, just like little ways to serve them and love on them, you know, uh, to take nieces and nephews off my, my, you know, family's hands and just give them a break like that. That kind of thing can be really, really loving, you know, sitting down and asking people how they're doing and not just like, Hey, how's work going or whatever. Like, Hey, like, you know, how, how's, how's the transition to the new job been? Like asking like specific questions, like really, really actually taking the time to like dive in a little bit. And then, you know, like for us, like we invite our neighbors over to do stuff, you know, like I love to do home brewing, you know, like I'll invite people over to do that, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll do that and it'll be ready by Christmas time or whatever else. Like, just having like having opportunities to like have people around and, and do things with them and invite them in, be, make people meals. I mean, people love to eat, man. Like, amen to that. Such a, I love to cook. Such an easy way to like, um, invest in people is just cook for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like, hey, come, you want to come over for a meal? Like my, my my neighbors have almost never turned that down. <laughs> you know, like you know, it's just 
it's a it's a it's a kind thing to do, and and it's an it's an, a really easy and simple thing to do, um, that can then open up opportunities to talk about Christ and what He's mm. done. I definitely do enjoy your cooking, Kevin. I've never turned that down. Kevin knows this. It's true. <laughs> you've even you've even invited yourself sometimes. <laughs> Listen, a man has to do what a man has to do <laughs> to get some smoked smoked meat. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean there, there's so many other things too. I mean, like this this is a season where there's just a lot going on, right? right. Like like maybe your church is involved in some sort of like you know um, you know special project to serve the homeless or right. um, like our church you know gathers and collects toys to, to send off to our church plant and partner in Columbia to do an outreach and evangelism event centered around Christmas. You know, so we, we collect toys for that. Um, you know, Samaritan's Purse does their big shoebox thing every year, Operation Christmas Child. Um, there's tons of local organizations that do things that you could be involved with and, and serve. I think it's important to do that as well, like find find an opportunity to serve either your church, or your community, or your neighborhood, or whatever else. Like that's a great reset button. You know, just yeah. serving others is is a great reminder of like, hey, this it's not all about me. Mm. Like it's not like the Son of Man came to serve, not to be served. Mm. I'm supposed to be modeling him. What what better way to to do that? And like again, I'll just tell you, like in my own neighborhood. Like you do things like serve other people and like it weird like to the point like it weirds people out. Like we made a meal train for like our neighbor having a baby and like most of our neighbors like we just asked like, Hey, would you want to be a part of this? And like a, a lot of them were like freaked out, like, why would you do this? And I'm like, Yeah, they're new parents. Being a new parent is hard. Cooking a meal for them is kind. Yeah. We like one another in this neighborhood. Yeah. Nice, nice to help you know. If something were to happen to you, maybe we would want to do something for you as well because you know, like, it's not that hard to serve somebody. You know, yeah. I mean, it like, it was like a, you know, sometimes we're so ingrained into church culture that we just like assume a level of like service and love and care for one another. Like sometimes you step out of that and you like do that for other people and you realize like, hey, this actually is pretty radical. Like the way that the church tries to serve and love one another and non-believers is actually pretty radical if you're doing it. Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, especially with where our culture's at now in the U.S. Um, but, you know, and I think that's definitely a testament that, you know, we we lean into Christ, we lean into his heart, and, and that's our call as believers during the holiday season for sure. Yes. There's, like Kevin said, there's a lot that could be said and spoken about. I think as I think of holidays, families, people interacting that probably don't spend too much time with each other. Um, I think just some simple, simple added ways that we can be loving is this is, this is probably not the time to argue. Like um, the holidays are not a scheduled debate once a year. Are you sure? I am actually very sure. <laughs> Although we... It can be made that into the habit. And I'm not saying that we should avoid discussion or conversation where disagreeing will occur. Um, I just, I think if we, like Kevin said, if we, if we focus on what we are celebrating and what it, 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 it becomes a lot more difficult 
um, to be going into that situation just wanting to win an argument, right? Like if we're like, we're here to spend time together and be thankful for all that God has done for us. It's really hard to enter a conversation with that mentality and be like, I'm going to dismantle you in an argument right now. Just not, it, it, it's just, it, it's just not what you're there for, right? Or same thing, like, I, I believe so strongly that the, the Son of God took on flesh and thought of us, thought of us and, and our need and, and decided he would take on flesh to die for us on the cross. And that's what I'm celebrating. So I'm going to think of you higher than I'm going to think of myself. Mm-hmm. Also, I need to convince you why everything you think in this world is wrong. Again, they, the conversations might happen. I'm not saying they, they won't, but I, I think if we really focus on what we're celebrating, mm. it will allow us to have conversations graciously, lovingly. Um, something that I think is really big uh, that I wrote down was, you know, especially with regards to just the w- ways that we celebrate holidays, there's a lot of things that are not core issues of the Mm -hmm. faith that we can very well decide to hold other people accountable for our own conscience. And I, by no means I'm, I'm telling you, you should go against your conscience and do things that you don't think are appropriate. Um, But I would, again, I would say that the focus of these holidays are what, what, what should be, you know, primary, you know, we should be focusing on what, what, what we're thanking God for, how, how awesome and amazing he is, um, the, the coming and the incarnation of, of Jesus Christ. Like, those are the things that we're celebrating, whether you think people should be getting gifts in Christmas or not, or they should have a Christmas tree in their house or not. Like, you can have your own convictions and you can have, you, you know, your own conscience, and I would encourage you to live by those principles. Um, but I think I think the holidays specifically lend themselves, because we have a lot of time, and these are just natural discussions. Um, I, I think, to Kevin's point, I think it's probably a lot more effective um, and, and a lot more God-honoring to... Uh, demonstrate the the character and the mind that was in Christ Jesus in the way that we interact and relate with others than telling them why the star they have on the top of their tree is actually a satanic symbol. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to be a more fruitful um, endeavor, more fruitful um, encounter with either family member or friend um, that we get to interact with. And then, you know, like I said, there, 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 there'll be a time and a place to have discussion about convictions on secondary issues, usually later at night um, with some hot drink in your hand um, and some movie playing very quietly in the background. But, but I, I think making the main thing the main thing in the holidays um, should, be, should be our focus. And, and I personally find, and, and I will say this, I, I get to spend a lot of time with people that I generally disagree with on a lot of things, but I find when we're all focused on what the holidays are about, disagreeing becomes a little bit easier, um, especially on secondary issues. 
Um, because in, in the light of the primary thing that we're celebrating, it's just, frankly, it's just not that important. And I don't mean that as someone who hates to disagree, because I actually enjoy it quite a bit. I think it's where some of the best conversation comes from. Um, but yeah. 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 So yeah, no, it's uh, definitely an interesting time with so, so much opportunity. And I completely agree. There's a lot of opportunity with family. And um, if, if you know, I, I pray this is on your heart, but to grow it in your heart, I think one of the best things we can do in this time is just pray. You know, you have extra time, like set time aside just to pray and pray like this is one of my favorite prayers because I'm a coward. Um I just pray, Lord, would you provide opportunities and would you give me the boldness to see and actually like walk forward in them? Um, and, you know, I, it, it is a very peaceable season, like the, the focus of what, you know, look, looking at Christ and like the hope that he brings to this world. Um, you know, I think we should, we should walk in grace and peace through this season with those around us to not argue about uh, secondary issues and to just be graceful and gentle and uh, gentle and lowly, mm. uh, as you might say, um, throw back to uh, the last like 20 weeks of this podcast. <laughs> um, but you know, with that, I think there's a beauty in just talking to people and asking questions, you know, just at, in one level, just being intentional to show them that you care about their lives. But then, you know, as just spiritually, if you have family that doesn't know the Lord, like just ask them where they're at. Like it's a perfect season where you can lead into a lot of these discussions just based on the topic of the season. Yeah. And it really opens up some awesome doors. Yeah, um, but in terms of, you know, another category that's really near and dear to my heart is like the community around us. And as Kevin pointed out, there are some people who don't have family to go back to. They have nowhere to go. They are limited to be locally here and they can't even travel to see family you know, and really trying to find opportunity to love and serve those people, I think is huge. Um, and if you have the capacity to invite people into your homes who have nowhere else to go um, or no one else to be with and would just be alone on Christmas or Thanksgiving, I think that's a really beautiful way that we can be the church to uh, yeah. the our, either our neighbors or the local body, um, you know, and I, I would definitely encourage, you know, Look for those opportunities and uh, be willing to open up your home to those who uh, might be alone otherwise. Absolutely. That's good. I've got a question. Sure. Most important Christmas tradition in your life. Like this, like Christmas didn't happen if this, if this didn't go down, like if this didn't happen, it was like, Personally, can we, or can in we my be family? Either, but like, it's like, did Christmas really happen if this thing didn't occur? Mm. I'll give my answer first since I asked the question. Yeah, yeah. So, give us some time to think. If if I don't watch the movie A Christmas Story on Christmas Day, it's okay, David. It, for those viewing, David gave me thumbs down. It's okay <laughs> to be wrong, David. Um, can agree to disagree. <laughs> we can. <laughs> if I don't watch that movie, at least at some point on Christmas Day, didn't happen. Christmas didn't happen. Mm -hmm. 
Because my that was like my grandfather was like one of his like favorite movies, and I would like my grandfather and I were very close, and we would watch that movie together on Christmas Day. I always. saw that for the first time only a couple of years ago. <laughs> so Christmas. Pain. Isaiah hasn't celebrated Christmas Pain. until two years Pain. ago. Pain and suffering. No. It is funny that you say a movie because those are probably the the things that came to my mind. I, yeah. Every Christmas I watch Elf and I watch uh, The Line of the Witch in the Wardrobe every single Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. Santa Claus is in it. Father Christmas is there. I you, can't wait till Isaiah says Die Hard. <laughs> also a very good Christmas movie. <laughs> a great Christmas movie for sure. Also hadn't seen until a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> you're like a movie yeah. guy too. You're like it's kind of surprising. I, me I, you, I wouldn't even say I'm a movie. Guy. I just in I, I'm more of a like a fantasy movie guy, yeah. not like traditional classics. I haven't even seen Titanic. So have you seen Top Gun? I have. Have you seen Top literally Gun last year? Have so you seen Top I Gun haven't too? seen the new one yet. No, I might revoke your citizenship as an american <laughs> so you've seen the second the yeah. second one is better than the first one all right that's good to know i'll watch it eventually i'll fight i'll fight to the death on that one. i'll keep my comments to myself <laughs> i've only seen the yeah. second one though it's fine uh, it's yeah. fine you're cuban so you're <laughs> you're confused that's fair <laughs> oh, dear. i'm making well, isaiah so uncomfortable right now by making statements yeah. like that even though i'm clearly joking and love david dearly yes, yes. good <laughs> Good clarifier for all those listening. <laughs> I wish I could fake cry, but people can see that I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be honest. For me, I don't think there's really been traditions that have carried through in our family. Like we used to go. Uh, I, the tradition I would say that I remember that we don't really do anymore is we used to travel and go to um, our charismatic one thing conference uh, every Christmas. That was fun, um, and just visit family. But you know, traditions change. They they come and they go. So in my household, that's that's probably where I'm at. Um, we started doing a uh, uh, a secret Santa gift exchange. So mm. that's that's our most recent tradition. Nice. Uh, it, as we all start <laughs> start to have reasonable jobs, the price uh, limit has been going higher and higher <laughs> every year. Though can't say I'm a huge fan of that, but I'll I'll adhere for the sake of uh, the family. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, as we walk into these holiday seasons now, um, there's definitely a lot to think through and a lot to process through. I know a lot of people walk towards this with a lot of hope and a lot of excitement and giddiness and happiness. And some people walk into it a lot with a lot of fear Mm -hmm. and stress and anxiety. Um, Kevin, do you have any just final words or encouragements for people as they go towards the holidays, especially in light of like the reason for uh, both Thanksgiving as we give thanks and as we look towards you know, the ultimate gift of Christ. Yeah. Um, what kind of encouragements would you have for people as they walk towards the holidays? Yeah, I think especially the thing that, you know, at least personally breaks my heart the most for people during the season is those that feel like they don't have a family or they don't, they don't belong somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the hope of the holiday season is that, um, we didn't have a family, we didn't belong, and God sent his son mm. to redeem a people, to, to invite them into his family, to give them an inheritance, mm. and that's what we're celebrating. And I, my, my hope and prayer is that um, you know, each and every person listening to this would 
would would know that and experience that and feel that this holiday season that they're they're known and loved by the creator mm. of the universe uh, and that he desires to be known and to know them mm-hmm. and to be present with them and to invite them into his both spiritual family um, for eternity, but also physically in the local church here and now. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, I, I would, can I just read yeah. a little bit of scripture that just absolutely encapsulates what Kevin just you said? You want to read the Bible? <laughs> Crazy, right? So Galatians 4 says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. Because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Mm -hmm. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Mm. I think that's just the message of the gospel. It's Mm -hmm. what we're celebrating during this holiday season. Like, what, what else are we to be thankful for than that? And, and what else are we to celebrate during Advent than, than the coming of, of the Lord Jesus? And I think with that in, our, in the forefront of our minds, even difficult situations, I think, can, can become a little bit more manageable. Mm. Absolutely. So we encourage you all, as you listen or watch, um, just to um, go into this season knowing that you're loved, you're cared for, and you have a Father in Heaven who loves you, and He's given you a family to be a part of. Um, so we really encourage you to reflect on that, to find hope in that as you go forth into the season. Uh, just a few quick notes before I send us off, but, um, if you have any questions, if there's, uh, something that you just want to inquire about, or as we look towards, uh, this next year and we'll have new ideas, new topics, new, uh, podcast episodes, uh, and you want to just give input as to what you think we should talk about, please reach out to us at podcast at com. We would love to hear from you, uh, see what you have to say. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, uh, whatever the things you do on social media or YouTube or uh, your streaming service you can do. Uh, go for it. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and see you share this with others, um, ultimately just to encourage and uplift those around you. Um, And this is our last episode of the year uh, for sure, but we'll be coming back in 2023 to start what I have officially titled season three. um, If you know, for those who actually pay attention to numerical values of episodes Uh, and we'll be kicking off with our 50th episode for our first episode in 2023. This is number 49. So I know I'm the producer. So I count these things. I know uh, Kevin and David don't have to worry about it, but I do. So this is uh, something exciting to look forward to. Uh, Well, you'll probably get to know us a little bit better in that episode. It'll be a fun way to kick off the year. And uh, we just look forward to continuing to be with you guys. and, And we'll be praying for you over the holiday season. And we just want you guys to go and be the church. You're being the visionary, and I am making it organized so that Such people understand you. <laughs> he just—he didn't engage. I, I don't that, know. That—that that is impressive. I don't know. He what. wanted to say something so badly, but he—but this is always the sign of of someone that doesn't want to engage me in my shenanigans. <laughs> it's a universal. It's a universal self-control sign. I'm exercising. I'm very familiar with that face. What does that say about me?
You're not very familiar with it. Or <laughs> I'm familiar. No, I'm very, very familiar with seeing others see, make that face around me. Shocker. Like, this guy. I thought you were saying you were very familiar with that, and I was like, somehow, I don't think that's true. <laughs> this is, this is a, a direct statement from a guy who's in my leaders collective cohort. <laughs> like we're like talking about like me and like my relation in the group and like how everyone really loves me and like wants me to like be there for them in certain things. But if it's like borderline like dangerous like someone could get hurt or like whatever else or like could blow their church up they want me like to be in another time zone and <laughs> drake my friend in texas goes yeah i remember when i first met you um i remember thinking in a good way in a good oh, way kevin's a lot <laughs> and i'm like can confirm fair enough it's actually a very nice fair, that's a yeah like that's I'll a very kind way of saying that you guys have pain and a little loud and <laughs> can't read a room sometimes Ke kevin's a lot ladies and gentlemen yeah so kevin real quick before we start if you want to just look over the questions just so you can see how um they're phrased and did you i just want my crown you'll you get can, it on the can, other side of eternity oh, just like the, the rest king, of us kevin you can cast it for king Christ. of improv we would have a fun time if we did an improv night for Lathia. that would be pretty good I feel like crazy. In another life, I could have been a stand-up comedian. <laughs> in, an, in another life. I could see that. In this life? No. no. But in another life? If, if I feel times, like, times I, feel like tough, I definitely no. could have done it. So Let's be honest. I, I have elements of stand-up comedy routine in my sermons sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I love it. Wow. Isaiah goes Within to reason. Isaiah Within goes to church for comedy. Yeah, what can I say? I mean, we could all, Isaiah flat out told me he first started coming around. And the only reason he was coming is because he found me entertaining. So, well, I'm gonna. Well, if you think about it, one you of can the, keep me awake. That was a direct line from one Isaiah Fetterman. I don't. It probably wasn't direct, but uh, maybe maybe a summary of something I said. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Come on, Kevin. <laughs> Good one, Kevin. I need Christmas music. I don't know. I mean, I think we're I actually... Mean, you can program that. I know I, know I could program it. I, just, I didn't want to do it for one episode. 